This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Jackie Redman from NHL Network and TNT at Jackie underscore Redman on Twitter. And you can watch NHL Network's Jackie Redman and co-host NHL Now weekdays, 4 o'clock. I see it every time at the arena. It's on right in front of me. I watch it at home throughout the Stanley Cup playoffs. All right, Ms. Redmond, let's uh, let's start with this Canes-Islanders series, and then we'll venture off into other parts of the East. Fair to assess that the Canes want the puck, and the Islanders want to exact a physical toll at every turn. <laughs> I would say that that's somewhat accurate, yes. You know, I've been really impressed um, with the Hurricanes and what they've been able to do despite a depleted lineup. Uh, it's been really fun to watch. And I, I'm excited for game three. How far can you go though with the lineup? Another they couldn't afford another loss to a major player, a top six, a top three player. They had already lost two top six players in Pacioretty and Andrei Svechnikov, and now no Tavo Teravainen. It is wild. Like I felt so much for Roddy Brindamore watching him in that post game press conference. Be like the broken hand. He has to get surgery tomorrow. Like, I'm very upset about this. Yeah. And I, I feel for Kane's fans because it's like this team has been knocking on the door of going from, like, good to great for a long time. And it feels like they were on the verge of breaking through. I was in Carolina a few weeks ago and for the, for the game where they beat down the Tampa Bay Lightning. And I was really, really impressed with their game. It's always different watching in the arena than watching on TV. And I really, really liked what I saw. And so I feel for Kane's fans because it's like, really, another blow? Like, we don't have Pacioretty, we don't have Svetch, now we're without Tavo Terabinen. Like, when you're talking about three of your, your top six missing in action, that's tough. The thing that gives me hope, though, for the Carolina Hurricanes is that Brent Burns has been all over this series through two games. And this team is so good at activating their D and getting their defensemen in on the offense. And they're going to need even more of that as this, as their postseason run um, hopefully continues. So um, that's the key for me is, like, offense from defense. They led the league in goals from defensemen during the regular season, and they are absolutely going to need that more than ever now that they're missing table as well. Jackie Redman, NHL Network and TNT, joining us here. Here's the uh, – Br- Burns has been great, and he was really – you know, he, the the defense part of it took a while, but once that got up to speed, I mean, he has been a dominant elite player the last three months of the season. But then we saw Jacob Slavin add offense to his game in game two. Uh, the shot from a sharp angle that was tipped in by Paul Stasny. And then the, the mind that said, well, I don't have a pass, but I do have Ilya Sorokin's mask uh, to <laughs> score the tying goal. And at that point, Carolina was was down a goal. That's the other part of Jacob Slavin's game that I think a lot of people don't pay attention to. And that was a huge goal in that game as well, like massive. Um, he is such an amazing player. Everything that he does defensively, I think people have come around to realize in the last couple of years. But he, he is an important offensive player as well, and he's really become, I think, a core leader on that team. I think that's a great example that you bring up uh, from game two. So, again, it's, it, to me, it's all about the defense. And for Brent Burns, like, he used to be a forward, right? So, like, yeah. when you acquire Brent Burns, you're acquiring him for the offense. You're acquiring 
him to be a part of that and to push the pace and, and, and contribute offensively and be a part of that. What's so impressive about Carolina is, and I think helps an offensive defenseman like Brent Burns, is just the structure that Rod Brindamore has implemented and that the forwards have clearly bought into, right? Like, you can't play the way the Carolina Hurricanes play without buy-in from your forwards and support for when your D are pushing the pace, are getting involved, are going deep into the offensive zone. Like, you can't do that unless the rest of the, the other guys on the ice, the three forwards on the ice, are, are supporting you and being there for you when you make those decisions offensively as a defenseman. So for me, it's just the whole structure of the team that is really impressive and why Carolina is, is up two games in this series despite missing so many key pieces is that they haven't really strayed from that structure. Jackie Redman from NHL Network is joining us here. I think there's also been a leadership and an influence of Brent Burns on guys like Brady Shea, on guys like Jalen Chatfield, who has really kind of elevated his game. He won an AHL championship a year ago. He came to training camp this year, guaranteed of nothing, has not left the lineup this year. He has been that impressive. He doesn't play a ton, but when Jacob Slavin missed six games earlier this season, Chatfield played top line minutes with Burns on his offside and there was no I mean I'm not saying there was no drop off it was minimal that's how good Chatfield's been Adam Gold here with my man coach Pete Deruta Capital Financial Advisory Group are most of your clients hands on or they just give you their money and let it work for them about 90% give the money and then we meet every year and go through status reports, sure. have a financial pit stop, making sure everything's fine. It is like a puzzle, Adam, but for the next 10 of you, we'll solve your own retirement puzzle at no cost or obligation. Call and claim your comprehensive review with Coach Pete and the team, 888-843-0013, or text ADAM to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. Yeah, you know, again, you know, not to just keep pumping Roddy B's tires here, and, and I'll pump the core of the team as well, and I think we see it with with teams like Boston, right, that is so, you know, yeah. famous now for that winning culture that they've created there. I think when you play with the structure that Carolina plays, it's easier to insert someone new or someone less experienced into the lineup because, again, of the support and the way they play as a five-man unit. But that being said, I think it's also about the room that these players are coming into, right? They're coming into, you know, I came back from Carolina a few weeks ago and I said to EJ Raddick, my co-host at NHL Network, I was like, man, I was like, there's something about that Hurricanes room. Like, they're likable. They seem very, um, very locked in. They like each other. Like, Mm -hmm. just the energy around the team, like when you're in the locker room, when you're interviewing the guys, there's just a very positive energy that comes out of that group and I think it's a testament to the fact that they are a group and that they seem very cohesive in the way that they operate day to day and in the lead up to a game so when you bring in a player like Chatfield he's coming into a situation that is very positive is very together everyone's on the same page um, type thing I know it sounds super cliche but like the fact of the matter is is like not all dressing rooms are like that no. there are fractured rooms throughout the league there are there are rooms that are clicky there's rooms where people aren't on the same page they're not happy with their ice time etc cetera, etc cetera. so um, I think the Carolina Hurricanes have that figured out and I think you know Rod Brindamore and his staff have done a good job of, of really creating that type of hard work 
um, support each other culture within the room as well as on the ice. Oh, there's there's no question about that. All right, now to the Rangers and the Devils. Is it fair to say fair to say that the Rangers have big boyed the Devils through two games? Uh, yeah, I haven't heard it put that way, but I like that. Um, I think you know, I think we're seeing the benefit of of some of those players coming off of a run to the conference final last year. Mm-hmm. You know, you remember they were up two games against the Tampa Bay Lightning in that series. They went up two zero, right? And then look how it ends. I think that was a big learning experience for a lot of the young players, but. The stars came out last night, right? Like, Vladdy Tarasenko has had a very good series mm-hmm. through two games. Patrick Kane went showtime last night late in the game, and that's why they brought those guys in. Like, the New York Rangers have game breakers in their lineup that have been there before, delivered at the, the most important moments on the highest stage, and they're already playing a factor. And, like, I haven't even gotten to Chris Kreider yet, and he's got four power play goals already. <laughs> The record, shockingly, in a single postseason is nine. I was baffled to discover that last night. Wayne Gretzky, the most he ever had in a single playoff was five power play goals, which I thought couldn't be right. I had to look at it four times (laughs) to be like, am I sure that I'm seeing this right? But that's, that's the truth. So for the New York Rangers, you know, they have so much star power, but I think they just seem like a team that was ready. And that's not to say the New Jersey Devils weren't ready, but I I mean, I think anyone in any facet of life could speak to when you're stepping into something unknown and it's a brand new experience for you, like you don't know what it takes until you're there. And so I think the first two games, the first game especially for the Devils, was kind of an eye-opening moment of, okay, yes, it is different in the playoffs. I am not going to be able to stick handle through the team. I've got four Rangers on me at the blue line you know, when I'm trying to enter the zone, I'm, I'm talking like I'm Jack Hughes right now to set up the power play. And that's not that's not to, to criticize Jack Hughes at all. He's amazing. He should have the puck. He always has the puck. That's when he's at his best. But those decisions have to be made a lot faster. And I think for the New Jersey Devils, you know, they're just learning really quickly that the playoffs are a whole different beast. And unfortunately for them, the New York Rangers – have not only been there for the players that were there last year and went on a deep run, but now they've added championship pedigree, guys that are going to step up in the big moments and score goals. And I think the goaltending has been a big difference. Like, Shesterkin is not an easy guy to score on. Mm-hmm. The Devils have two goals in two games. One was on a penalty shot, and the other was on the power play. So um, they got to find a way to score. they got to find a way to create more offense. The Rangers have completely taken away their rush game. And I think that's what's really killed the Devils is they haven't got to their game yet, and we're two games into the series. Yeah, the good thing for the Devils, they're the second-best road team in the league behind Boston, but it may not matter. Uh, because yeah, I might have to lean on that going into Game Three. <laughs> really hype up that that, that fact. I mean, we got to we got to find the positives. And final thing for Jackie Redmond, look, I, I, there are two other series. We're only going to have time for one, so let's get to the psychology. Uh, okay, Toronto has. <laughs> Has not won a playoff series in two decades. They, yeah. they lost game one. Was it better for them that they got blown out in game one? Uh, because they certainly bounced back last night. I will say this because both games have been, like, game one was horrible for, for Toronto and game two was horrible for Tampa. I feel like we've learned nothing about this series <laughs> to this point. Um, if Hedman can't go throughout the whole series, then to me, like Toronto has no excuse. They got if they have no Hedman, 
Tampa, they give you got to be Tampa. But I will say this. I do actually think in a weird way, the fact that game one went so horrifically for Toronto is maybe a good thing. I mean, last year they blew out Tampa in game number one, right? And it didn't result in them winning the series. I think it was a wake-up call like, hey, remember, this is hard. You guys have to play your game. You can't be overwhelmed by the moment. And they seemed in that game, especially in the first five minutes, like they were overwhelmed by the moment, even though they've known they they were going to play Tampa for months now. So I actually do agree with you on the psychology. I think it is a good thing that they, they kind of got embarrassed in game number one because it was like a, a – like a splash of cold water in your face. Like, hey, you're here. Remember how awful it feels to not live up to the moment? (laughs) Let's get it together and remember why we're one of the best teams in the regular season the last four years. So we'll see how it goes, though. Tampa... They find ways, so we'll see. <laughs> they they do. There's they're 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 like vampire. You can't kill them. Uh, Jackie yeah. <laughs> at Jackie underscore Redmond NHL Network NHL now weekdays four o'clock, including today and throughout the Stanley Cup playoffs. Jackie, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Always a pleasure chatting with you. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.